Salam and welcome to another TMV podcast brought to you by the Muslim Vibe. As always, I'm your host Salim Qasim. And this week we did something again very special. So the last podcast we had out was an Instagram live um, Q&A that we did with uh, Sister Barak Hussain. Um, and today's podcast um, is titled Lockdown Love. Um, and how this all came about is that um, I was in conversation with uh, Adim Yunus from uh, SingleMuslim.com, the founder of SingleMuslim.com and also subsequently Penny Appeal. Um, and, and he mentioned something very interesting and that's that th- the number of users on their website on Single Muslim has gone up um, quite significantly uh, during this kind of quarantine period and lockdown in the UK and actually I, I thought it, it, it makes for quite an interesting uh, conversation thinking about how this is because now what we're seeing is that obviously there's been an impact on kind of every industry um, and every facet of our lives has changed so drastically um, and, and it's interesting to now start to understand and see different pockets now we're also going to be releasing a podcast um, in a couple of days I think midweek Um, that's going to be about um, parenting and how to uh, you know essentially homeschool your kids we've spoken to Mariam who's on the podcast on Wednesday and we've spoken to her previously uh, but we had another conversation with her now that it's a reality and homeschooling is a thing that people are very seriously considering because they're stuck at home with their kids and that's one side but then at the same time you know people that are looking for marriage um, are unable to go to events, you know, meet people, let's say, quote unquote, organically. Um, and so I think a lot more people are turning to the internet and going online. And it's interesting because then also it springs up conversations about how to maintain relationships, long distance relationships and everything else. Um, so Adim, Adim jumped on and, and we were, we were going to have that conversation. At the same time, um, this whole thing came up with British Muslim TV. And we decided to collaborate on this and make it a TMV podcast slash British Muslim TV collaboration. So, so this is going out live, I believe today, so Sundays when we publish and they're also going to be publishing the video on Sunday. Um, so I'm hosting uh, a conversation. It's an episode of their Lockdown Live series, um, which is why we kind of called it Lockdown Love. Um, and yeah, it was actually very um, different for me because I had like slightly different setup. Um, and at the same time, I had like a producer in my ear giving me countdowns to like, because they ha- we had to have TV breaks and things like that. So I'm not sure how we're going to cut it on, on our end. But if at times I sound a bit frantic and frazzled, it's basically because I've got a guy counting down my ear in my ear. And um, I found that very distracting and difficult. Um, I'm not a broadcaster. <laughs> I, I I have not done this. Um, I've, I've had very limited experience with this kind of stuff in the past. Anyways, listen, sorry, that's a side issue. But yeah, um, so Azra, who edits our podcast, is going to have an interesting time, I think, piecing this together. But I know she'll do a great job of it. Um, but yeah, that's that's basically it. Before I before I get on with the podcast, I'm, I apologize. It's a bit of a long intro, but. We've launched our uh, sort of crowdfunding, well, not crowdfunding campaign, but we're asking for um, you guys to support us on a, on a regular basis. I, I noticed something very interesting the other day, and that's with the Muslim Vibe podcast. Um, 
alhamdulillah we've grown like i think quite a decent sized audience and we have people that you know regularly listen to all of our content and i was looking at the stats for the last one and within the first 24 hours i believe there were about 200 people that had listened um and that's a that's a very significant number thank you guys all so much um and i consider you loyal followers of our content and supporters of the muslim vibe um and so i'd like to make that appeal to you guys so if you're listening to this on sunday or monday essentially um it, it, if there's any way you can consider supporting us even just five pounds a month or ten pounds a month it would mean so much to us and help us to be able to grow our team and continue to create fantastic content um so so please do consider that i'm gonna put the link in the description to this episode um and yeah that's it uh ramadan's not far away we'll we'll talk about that probably on the intro on the next podcast but without further ado here's my conversation with adim yunus salam alaikum adim walaikum assalam salim how you doing i'm good i'm good how are you doing alhamdulillah really good thank you I, I, I'm having a look at the two of us and, and I look like I've been through about five <laughs> years of, of lockdown. You're looking relatively fresh. No, but this this is a DIY this morning. So <laughs> just, you know, the, the, hair, the hair is there. It's kind of coming out a little bit of an afro coming no, out there. No, no. You, you, look, you look media ready as always. man. How's everything? How's How, how are you finding things in, in lockdown? Yeah, I feel blessed. You know, it's a, it's, it's a, it's a good time to, to reflect and to think and to kind of like, you know, just, just take everything in. Alhamdulillah, spending a lot, as you can appreciate, spending a lot more time with family, uh, getting some, squeezing some work in here and there as well, uh, and just catching yeah. up on uh, the kind of the, the, the movie list and the book list from about five years ago. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it, it's, I'm finding it really strange. Like, it, I, I think the first few weeks was quite difficult to adapt to just being yeah. confined to one place. And I'm sure you're like me, like I love being out the house, I love meeting people yeah. and that's what kind of keeps me going in the week. But now it's it's getting to a point where I'm kind of okay with the routine, I feel. Uh-huh. I don't know, like, do you know what I mean? It's yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah, very yeah. mundane, but at the same time, very nice. Yeah, yeah. Like we, I'm, I'm managing, go on. No, no, absolutely. I mean, you know, we're, we're humans, we're, we're creatures of habit. So as, as soon as that kind of, our kind of routine changes, then I, I guess we kind of like, you're a bit, a bit stumbling and what's going on here. But we learned to yeah. adapt, don't we? And I think... Um, for me as well, like you said, it's that first couple of weeks, but now you've got, kind of got a bit of a rhythm, whatever that rhythm is, it's not too, not too distant, not, not, not too much traveling in that rhythm, but it's a little bit of a different rhythm, but you know, we, we kind of adapt. And so, so we wanted to talk today about, um, I think lockdown love is, is the name of, the, of, of this conversation essentially. And I think uh, before we before we get into kind of love in the time of, of lockdown and quarantine, it's interesting because everything we're doing now is how do we frame everything around our current situation, which is so bizarre, like everything's just flipped on its head like overnight. But I think before that, it's interesting because I've, to be honest, wanted to speak to you um, on, on, on the Muslim vibe for a long time, just about understanding um, your background and kind of the origin story of single Muslim and then all the work that you've done since then because mm-hmm. i think for most people you know like you you're you're a you're a, a name in the community people have heard of adim um and and single muslim is is again like the largest or one of the largest muslim matrimony websites mm-hmm. um but i think it's always interesting when i get the opportunity to kind of ask people about um a little bit about the background and and where it all started because i know you know it hasn't always been 
high-flying entrepreneurship for you and and, and there is like a, a bit of a backstory there mm. so um how how did it all start yeah um it's been uh, 20 years now in the making believe it or not uh, a lot, lot of white hairs to kind of prove the journey as well i think back uh, when, when it started from really was a passion that i had when i was a child uh, for, for for graphic design and, and for marketing but i guess it started from me um, now kind of distilling the journey and trying to understand why i chose a certain path over another uh, kind of goes back to when I, I guess well when I was eight years old and uh, sadly my father passed away uh, and after my father's passing uh, my mother took kind of um, control in terms of the, the, the family uh, and and really kind of took a lot a lot of initiative especially back then um, as, as a not just as a, as, a, as a Muslim woman but as a, an, an Asian woman and, and just as a, as a woman as well um, and, and she started off her own business. Uh, she learned how to drive to drop us off at school. And I guess what was seen that kind of independence and kind of seen a strong character and, and, and seen a female who kind of provided everything for us as individuals. I had never felt at that time that we were ever short of anything, even though yeah. we had the breadwinner, uh, you know, missing from our lives. Mum provided everything for us, made sure that we had, you know, um, you know, kind of like, clothes same as everybody else went on the same trips as everybody else and so on and so forth and um, you know through through kind of the the early years and then going into college and and and, and kind of working on what I want to do because I want to get away from the identity because I guess my identity at home uh, was of a child who lost his father a yatim an orphan boy uh, and everybody that knew me in the community was oh you know whose son are you they'd say oh that's Eunice's son and they say, oh, not that Eunice, not the one that's passed away, but uh, sorry, not the Eunice that's, you know, works over there, but the Eunice that's passed away. And I guess that was my identity. And I guess I think I wanted to get away from that and detach myself from, you know, being somebody who, who, who was seen as somebody who's, who's in need or somebody who has less or somebody who's kind of maybe poor. Uh, and I wanted to create my own identity. And I, I, I did that when I went to college um, and I, I kind of like really focused on my passion, which was design and marketing. Mm. And IT back just then, if, I, if, I, if I can jump in just very quickly, it, it's I think that's really interesting what you just mentioned, because I, often and like I reflect on people that I know in the community, for example, that have lost a parent. And if you don't know them personally, for example, they're, they're painted with that kind of paintbrush mm. and, and that's their kind of identifier. But it's interesting that you then kind of saw that and used that to, to want to not rebrand yourself, but, you know, to show people that you were more than just someone who had lost their father tragically at a young age. Mm, mm. Does that make sense? I, I guess so. And, I, and you know, I, at that time, honestly, Slim, I guess at that time, I didn't, this is not what I was thinking. And this is not mm. what it was about. It's just now distilling the um, understanding what it was all about. And I guess what were my drivers uh, and, and really kind of like, yeah, coming to terms with that, that was probably most likely the, the, the case. Um, and I just, I guess I wanted to achieve more than being dependent and, and, step away from that stigma and say look this that's just not me you know you know i am i am something different to that and i and i and i, and I almost want to try to prove it <laughs> to people that that's the case um and I, fa I found my passion which was design and marketing at college uh and my tutors tony and ron back then uh they really really believed in me and they supported me and they uh they gave me some really good work experiences uh and i thought to myself you know i can do this and i was in a in an agency in leeds uh, and at that agency, when I was going in and, and working, uh, we did everything, you know, from full full design, uh, animation, the whole works. 
and it was a two-week work experience. And at the end of the two-week work experience, you know, they they, they said, Adeem, you know, we've had we've loved having you around because I guess they they got a designer, they got a junior designer, but they also got a good team maker. They also got somebody who was hoovering. They also got somebody who was, you know, <laughs> photocopying when they wanted tickets to Leeds United. I'd put my hand yeah. up and say, look, I'll jump on the bus and get you the tickets for the Leeds United match this weekend. Don't worry about it. I'll go get you shopping for you. So, you know, I guess that was from being at home and mum giving you a good backhand slap saying, you know, you will do this and you will do that. So it's almost like, you know, this is just what it's supposed to be. I'm here to help you guys and I'll do everything holistically. And I, I went on to a six months work experience with the agency and it taught me no end. And, you know, from my, my studies at college, my studies at university, couldn't compete with the six months once a, one day a week that I had at the agency. Uh, and I thought to myself, you know, I can do this. I can do this. If these guys can do this in their kind of like, you know, penthouse offices in Leeds, I can do this. All I needed is an office. And I was working at a pizza shop and I found that, you know, it was had a massive uh, upstairs and 50% of it wasn't being used. So I said to the chap at the pizza shop, I said, I want to set up an office upstairs. Um, what do I do? And he says, you can have the office upstairs if you do me a couple of extra shifts and if you turn on the oven at three o'clock before the team get come in and whatnot. So we did a bit of a deal. There was no money exchange and that was the office on top of the pizza shop. And, and I set wow. up a, a design business called Go Web Print. Uh, and, and that was, a, that was kind of my design agency. That was a design agency that I thought, you know, we're going we're gonna to conquer the world from here. I don't know how I, I didn't know how I was going to do it, but that was, that was a start. I remember looking out of the office window and saying to the, to the guys, you know, we only need to be able to tell our message to these individuals outside. How do we tell the world outside the traffic that's going past, the people that are walking past that we're here? And I guess that's where the kind of the, the marketing and the kind of focus on um, turning on, as, as I used to call it, turning on the lights. Because it's just dark. How do, you, how do you turn on the lights so people can see you? Um, and at that time, there was a whole different challenge. So I was having this challenge at the office in terms of how to create this business and how to get this business off the ground. And when I'd go home, my mom had a separate, whole separate challenge for me. She was like, okay, but the son, we need to get you married. And I was like, oh dear, I'm not ready for this. All my life, my mom has been saying to me, you're not allowed to have a girlfriend. <laughs> you're not allowed to be caught, you know, get caught, you know, being with girls or be seen with girls. And now mom's saying, I need to get married. And she's not just telling me to get married. She's saying, look, have you got somebody? And I'm like, no, I haven't got anybody. How, what, 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 do you, what do you expect from me, Mom? Do you want me to find somebody? You've been telling me all my life to not to, to be... Stay away from stay, girls stay at Stay away all from costs. girls, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> and now you're saying, have you got somebody? Anyway, so she said, okay, you've got till the summertime to find somebody. And if you can't find anybody in, in, you know, in, until, uh, until the summer, then we're going to go to Pakistan. And your uncle's got a lovely oh, daughter and you know, you know, she's really nice and she'll cook for you. She'll clean. She'll look after everything and she'll look after me as well. And I'm like, uh you know, this is the girl that I've been calling sister all my life. <laughs> now my mom wants me to get, to get married with. So I'm like, oh my God, what do we do? Anyway, so we were in that digital space. At that time, it was an emerging digital space. And I thought just the obvious thing to do was kind of like have a portal, have a platform, have a website uh, that was helping people get married. Because it it's a problem of a whole generation, not just my challenge, but I, I knew a lot of friends, uh, a new colleagues, a new you know, people at the office, people people, you know, at, at university at the time, they were all having a similar kind of challenges. So I thought mm -hmm. this it's just an obvious first thing to do. And it was it was it was hard to to begin with because nobody got it, nobody really understood uh, at that time. You know, we're a very laggard community anyway. 
uh, and everything happens and we kind of wake up and like, oh, what's going on here? So anyway, we, we kind of come on at a later stage. Um, and then I think, you know, um, early on, we started doing a lot of what we know now is a kind of guerrilla marketing. So um, I don't know if you remember the anti-war demonstration in 2003. We were there, Million Man March. Were they we sponsored were, by singlemuslim.com? We were trying to get it sponsored by Single Muslim, <laughs> but they were, we, we couldn't afford it. So we had these little flyers. And there was a whole kind of million million man marching and there were a lot of Muslim pockets of individuals there as well. And we were handing out these flyers saying, make love, not war, make love, not war. <laughs> by, the time, <laughs> by the time they got the flyer, but they looked at the flyer, they were like, eh, eh. <laughs> then we'd, we'd, be, we'd be off. We'd be having to do some flyers to somebody else. Um, and then we can, had, I, uh, can, I just, can I just jump in and say, I, I love a good hustle story. <laughs> and, and everything you've told me from, from, from the beginning of your kind of internship, all the way up until now, it's just pure hustle. And, and I think the thing is, the experience that I've had in kind of business the last few years is that younger people today lack this spirit. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah like a yeah, lot yeah. of people, even even with, with the Muslim vibe as an example, people are like, oh, the Muslim vibe is great. Like, how did you start it? Yeah, yeah. And, and you can tell everyone exactly how to do something. But the one thing that you can't give them is that drive right yeah yeah, yeah. and, and like you know for example the, those going to leads to pick up tickets and things like that like this is such yeah, small yeah. stuff yeah, but yeah. the fact that it's made it to your story 20 years later is you you yeah. appreciate that it's the foundations and the building blocks of what yeah. got you to kind of where you are today right and i think people they, they look at the success and the, the size of platforms yeah, yeah and they don't fully get that there's so much that goes into it to get you to that place Mm-hmm. And, and and it's like they t- I don't know what animal I can't remember what the, the example is they give but it's like an animal swimming on the surface and it looks I think it's a swan it looks swan, really yeah, elegant yeah, but the, the legs are going crazy underneath yeah, yeah, right? yeah, and, yeah, and, yeah. and all of those like 18, 19 years up until this point is all of that yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And what people say at the end is like oh yeah single Muslim celebrating his 20th anniversary <laughs> and that's it right Alhamdulillah, Alhamdulillah. No, and it's, it's, it's so true and you see it blatantly with you know, we've got interns and, and, and so on and so forth that come to the office mm. now. Uh, and the attitude is so different. I'm, I'm thinking to myself, you know, what was my attitude? Back then, my attitude was yes, yes, yes. You know, G, 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 whatever it might be. Three bags full. So yeah. whatever you need, I'll, I'll go over and above, go over and above. Because you want to immerse yourself and you want to prove yourself and you want to understand and you want to, you want to learn, you want to absorb everything. Um, you know, we, we, got, we, got, we had, we had, back then, we, I guess we had the impetus. And you, you know, the, the next one I remember as well, kind of like keep taking me down memory lane now, Slim. Uh, Sheikh Hamza Yusuf came to Bradford uh, and he came to Bradford. And this is, I guess, where it started for me in terms of the success. Sheikh Hamza Yusuf came to Bradford. I heard very late on. Again, I, I was there with my box of flyers with some friends. Come on, guys, you, you, you're coming along uh, outside the masjid, handing these flyers out. And this one big giant guy walked over to my friend and says, you know, who's is this, who's is this website? My friend looked at him and then he looked over to me and I thought, we're going to get a beating here because this, this, guy doesn't look, this guy doesn't look friendly at all. So anyway, I walked over to him I was in, in this embrace position. I says, brother, it's me. How can I help? And he looked at me, gave me a big smile and then he gave me this big hug. And he goes, can you remember I was at so-so university and you came with the flyers? And I'm looking up at this guy thinking, what? And he's like, yeah, I, got, I took your flyer. Uh, and uh, I went on online and I met somebody and now we're married. I'm so happy and it's because of you. And I'm like, oh my God, I had goosebumps on my back and I was like, wow. And I guess that was, that for me, that was it. I was just pumped then and I was just so kind of hyped and I was like, let's go, let's go, let's go. We need to do this. 
Uh, and that was the mm. first success story that I'd heard about. And even today, we hear about success stories every single day. We've had success stories today and, and the same, that, that, that feeling of, of helping people, uniting people, getting people together uh, and, and, you know, getting people and in, inshallah, that'll be their eternal partner. That'll be the person that they'll be in Jannah with. Uh, and having having children and offspring from that is just the most beautiful feeling in the world. It's incredible, and I think when when you have those anecdotal stories, sometimes it it means so much more than the kind of numbers. Uh, you know what I mean? When you see yeah. like users on a website, so even even with the Muslim vibe, we see you know huge numbers coming through and, and visiting our website but actually it's when you speak to someone who you've never met before mm. who's like oh my god i listened to that podcast or i watched that video it was incredible and you just think wow like this is actually impacting people yeah, and, and yeah, i mean yeah, yeah. that's so small in comparison to like helping someone get married no, no, no. um and and completing half their dean essentially right um so it's i, I can't even begin to imagine um but but it's 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 kind of crazy it is um, crazy, and it's all on top of a pizza shop in Wakefield. Who, who, who'd have thought? <laughs> you know what I mean? And now we've got you know three million members and hundreds of thousands of individuals getting married, and you know children. I, I get you know if they're looking at a Dawa project, this is the biggest Dawa project that we probably got in the West. So you know, yeah, in terms yeah. of you know, uh, and Alhamdulillah, we just I just feel so blessed because the the technology and the, the team behind it. Uh, most of the guys that have been with me have been with me for majority of the journey as well. Uh, close to two decades so it's, it's been amazing it's been amazing alhamdulillah and we've just and seen, then we've, i sorry go on yeah sorry Slip. we've seen a lot of changes we've seen a, a you know a huge amount of change because in the in the old days it was the desktop so this the what this this is what your internet was you've got to mm. go on and ta 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 and it's dial up doo, 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 doo. Um, you know, from from that kind of to tablets, and now everything. And then your family mobile. member, your family member picks up the phone, and then it suddenly gets <laughs> cut. And you, thing is, man, a lot of people listening to this won't even remember those days. Oh, but it's crazy. I, I remember when pho- <laughs> I don't know if you can remember, but photographs used to be haram. Can you remember when photographs used to be haram? Like you're not allowed to photograph. The only photograph well, you're allowed is your they, passport photograph. They it's still like... are, bro. They still are. What are you talking about? Um, apart, no, we've we, we, we been through a lot. The thing is, like the the digital age has has just changed so much, um, and I think even like the process of meeting someone online for the purpose of marriage. Yeah. Like once upon a time, that was a sacred bond between one auntie and another auntie. <laughs> um that that would that would match up every single eligible bachelor in their kind of network yeah, yeah, but yeah. now it's become a thing that people are kind of finding their own path they're meeting people their own way you know even even in in uh, unconventional untraditional ways mm-hmm. but what's interesting i find is that something like singlemuslim.com has be- almost become like a a, a legacy brand yeah. in the online uh or, or in the matrimony space do you know what i mean I mean, like it we, once was a taboo. We still empower those aunties. Those aunties are like aunties on steroids if they've got access to single Muslim. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, I don't know, man. I think like we've just come such a long way and, and, and looking at um, single Muslim and where it's at today, it's, it's one of those things where meeting someone online is no longer taboo. And I think that's such no. a good thing. And I still... In my personal life, I still kind of whenever whenever anyone tries to say or scoff at the thought of meeting someone online, I'll always like people are like oh I'd never kind of resort to that, and I'd always say well why the hell not? Like there's nothing wrong with that. No. You know what I mean? It, it, it's a and but but I'm seeing that attitude less and less, yeah, yeah, and yeah, people yeah. are starting to appreciate that there's nothing wrong with meeting people online, and actually it's it's a very healthy place to do that if mm-hmm. done appropriately and everything else. Um, 
but yeah i mean what's what's the reaction been like for you very briefly no so i mean in the in the early days there was a lot of that but i think in the early days it was it was a case of people didn't know even our community sadly didn't even know what the internet was that was what yeah. we were up against uh, and i remember one of my community aunties uh, you know talking about anecdotes one of my community aunties um she invited me to the house and she says adeem what do you think you're doing you know this is not how marriage works this is not how we how we do things and you need yeah. to go away and you need to you need to you know you need to stop messing with our our traditions and then you know uh, a couple of months down the line she invited me to house and made biscuits and tea and fruit salad and everything and she said adeem you know your your cousin my kind of community cousin he's looking for a wife and we can't find him somebody can you find him somebody <laughs> from that machine office. can you help him from that machine of yours because <laughs> my, my my uncle worked at the factory so she's assuming there's a machine uh, <laughs> i i i i mean it's it's amazing the, the way the attitudes have kind of changed and i think the the main crux of the conversation i wanted to center around um lockdown and what that's done for singlemuslim.com so firstly my thinking is that because people are sat at home they're going to be lonely they're going to log on to singlemuslim.com and try and find the spouse is that correct yeah no absolutely absolutely and i think uh, there's no better time for individuals who are single to actually feel how single they are you know because you sat at home with mum and dad or siblings and it's like there's no distraction of work or very little distraction you can pretend to be working all you want but you know at work there's no yeah. kind of like social influences gym and whatever whatever and you're at home and you're thinking actually you know what i'm really single i'm really single and i don't want to be spending the rest of my life with mum and dad what what do i do how do i get married how do i if there's another lockdown how do i make sure that i'm i'm, I'm with my partner my husband and wife <laughs> It is I mean it's definitely I think especially the first few weeks of all of this for me personally was a very kind of introspective time because what happens yeah. is you obviously strip back um a lot of the noise in your life and for a lot of people as well work for example they've been furloughed or they're working from home or whatever so there's a lot of time they have back in their day mm -hmm. and suddenly they're as you say assessing things but I think an interesting thing is that you guys have seen a rise in in female users particularly yeah, I mean, you know, without sounding too smug, because I think the seriousness of it is that a lot of people are finding a you know a hardship at this time. People have been furloughed. People don't know what the future is going to hold. But as an online business and as a trend within the online online space, uh, businesses are, are really doing very very well. Uh, and as part of that, we've seen a twenty five percent increase in in usage. So we have thousands of people joining on a wow, regular basis. Twenty five percent, absolutely. And there's a there's a, there's a recent survey saying that, you know, up to 80%, uh, sorry, over 80% of individuals who are single have now started to search uh, to, to find love online. Uh, so 25% is what we've seen in terms of um, activity on the website. Uh, but within that, which is very, very interesting, is 60% uh, are females. And I think it's the, there's more females than males uh, because it's, it's seen as a very, very safe space. So females uh, traditionally as active online as males and that's not just in the muslim space but that's in the mainstream space as well but now yeah. with with the lockdown um there's there's more there's more females that are active than their kind of counterparts and i think again it's because um of the of of the time and the space and they're kind of like maybe just thinking okay we just need to females are generally uh you know without sounding kind of genderist on this females are generally more more, more serious anyway uh and it's uh it's kind of reflective of, of that i guess on the online space 
And and in terms of on the platform, I think things like security are always an issue and privacy and whatever else. What kind of measures do you have in place for that? Because I think that's always a question that people have about these platforms, um, like like with regards to inappropriate language and every, anything else. How how do how is that all kind of monitored? Yeah, whilst th- maintaining people's privacy, if that makes sense. I think about seventy percent of the work that we do is is in terms of policing the website, making sure the profiles are genuine. Uh, all the profiles that we have are, are moderated by a human. Uh, the images, the the um, uh, the profile content. And then there's all the reporting that we get. So we've, we've put, actually put in more measures, more, more individuals um, over the last few weeks uh, as, we've had, well, I've seen, as we've seen the increase in traffic and as we've seen an increase in the usability in, in terms of policing the website. And, and you know, it's quite funny because there's a lot of people that are kind of frustrated that inside <laughs> messaging and, you know, the, 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 the contact and the communication isn't always the most halal, but we, we're ensuring that, you know, the, uh, it, it stays as a, kind of a, a successful and a fruitful platform for people who are serious and focused on marriage. And, you know, I'd, I'd go as far as saying that, you know, inshallah, when my daughter's of the age where she's looking for marriage, I'd be happy for my own daughter to go on to single Muslim and, and find, a, find a partner for herself. Uh, inshallah. Um, and with regards, to, I, I mean, you mentioned something interesting just now about, like, obviously, given the 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 situation that people are in there is that kind of agitation and and that frustration within them and so often they're kind of turning online and and whatever else but it 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 sounds like a weird question but is is it a good time to actually be doing that when you're when you're just very frustrated and you're kind of you've got you know you can't go to the gym you haven't got any outlets you can't play any sports whatever it might be um is the solution to kind of turn online what happens if when the lockdown is lifted, you're suddenly you're like, I don't, I, I'm talking to this guy. I don't actually want to be in a relationship. I've got my life back, so to speak. Are people turning to love because they're lonely and bored? And is that like a, a good enough reason to? I think it's a very, very good question. I think it affects different people in different ways. Uh, and I yeah. think taking, taking away that natural environment um, is going to cause some complexities um, but at the same time, from our experience on the website, what it's done is it's actually made for more meaningful relationships because what we found is that when you are uh, in, uh, in that early phase where you're getting to know somebody, you're getting to know the family, there's going to be a lot of, uh, there's going to be a lot of distractions. So you might be distracted by saying, oh, wow, you know, he took me to this really fancy restaurant and it was really posh or we went out to see this and we went out to see that and, you know, her dad thinks this and her mom thinks this. Well, actually, you know, does it really matter? Does, does all that really matter? What actually matters is the two of you and how the two of you are getting on with each other. Um, and, I, and I guess also, you know, people are wanting payoffs in a relationship. You know, what is that payoff? So maybe you're, you're doing something, then he, he does something for you, you do something for him, and it's might maybe exchanging gifts or ex- going to nice places um, or whatever that might be. But in this time where there isn't that distraction or you're not able to do that whatsoever, you know, you can, you can really get to understand somebody and, 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 and see what, what deep connections there are there uh, and, like, you know, have that's, that time to reflect. Yeah, yeah. That's actually, a, I think that's really interesting because I, I didn't think, I, whenever, whenever I talk about um, marriage and, and, and this, kind of, this kind of topic on the podcast, they always, I always reflect back on my own experience of like yeah, yeah. when 
when I met my wife and and like you know having to go on like take her out to to cafes and restaurants and I was a student at the time and and we were both broke so I remember <laughs> like my most successful um uh dates were when we would go to like a museum and I'd conveniently also leave my 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 wallet at home so then she would have to buy the the coffee <laughs> <laughs> um yeah she won't be happy hearing this back i don't think she knows about that time but um yeah no it, it's it's interesting because now you're talking about basically stripping out all of those um the the the, the noise essentially like like when we talk yeah, about everything yeah, yeah, yeah. We've, we've lost all the noise similarly in yeah, getting yeah. to know someone it's just like very but it can also be a bit intimidating because there's like there's no longer like a movie or a a place to distract it's just you and the other person and you're just talking because you can't meet you're just having like a conversation, and, and I think it's 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 more than that because you you're having a conversation, but you get into know somebody, um, and you really get into know them without kind of you know going and and like you said distracting with other things, but also you know you can you can you can have these quiz apps and you can you know gamification where you can get to know somebody and, and their behavior and what they like and their temperaments mm. like and their patience is like and maybe you know there's there's so many things that you can do. And just because we can't physically meet doesn't mean that you can't, you know, virtually be in their space. You can have FaceTime open. You can be cooking. Do you, you can be cleaning. Do you, think, you can be doing. You can be doing a million one things, and you, you know, in, in your own space, and they can get to know you and, and and whatnot. Do you think it's possible to 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 fall in love online? We have it every single day. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, what I but I mean, without without meeting someone, because like like again, going back to my own experience, my wife hates this when I do this, and I always say I'm going to stop, but I keep doing it. <laughs> so <laughs> I apologize, Alham. Keep name um, checking it. Yeah. <laughs> she this she she. Yeah, anyways, so look, when when we met, um, so first she was abroad at the time, so we were like exchanging emails or whatever. I might have even talked about this particular incident, but I was waiting to kind of meet her face to face to see if there was like a genuine spark between us because we, we were compatible in terms of like same interests and everything else yeah, yeah. but there needs to be that like you know you know when you when yeah, you meet yeah. a friend and you just vibe with someone like i i believe that i needed that with whoever my potential wife was going to be and alhamdulillah when i met my wife face to face there was that um there was that spark and 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 we we got on really well and that was it that what kind of cemented it but i i don't personally i don't believe it would have been p- possible to entirely kind of fall in love and and decide on marrying her without meeting face to face but do you believe it's possible to go the whole way without actually having a face to face encounter i think you know uh the, the next step would be doing a virtual nikah wouldn't end just saying kabul 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 and just doing the whole thing <laughs> online that's that's it uh, i think maybe maybe that's going a bit a step too far um yeah but you know we um I think you you can get to know somebody. You can get to know, know somebody very very well online, and you can get to know somebody for the for the real reasons and and keeping it halal. You know, there's no other way you're gonna keep it strictly halal. Uh, and from the experience that we've had, there's a lot of parents that have been involved as well. So you know, you think that with single Muslim, it's two individuals that are just kind of like catching up online and and, and messaging. Mm-hmm. But in the kind of virtual space as well, now you've got you've got mums that are involved, dads that are poking up and saying. Hey, salam. How are you doing? And I think everything, but that kind of, as you call it, that that vibing. You know, what does it feel to to be in the space with that person? And how do you kind of, kind of, what's the ambience of that person? What's the temperature of that person? Yeah. How 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 that feels? Everything apart from that, you 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 can do virtually, of of course. Um, and I think you know, in terms of the the, the quality online and the, the the preferences and all the rest of it, that that the website takes care of in terms of the safety and 
and, and the rest of it. I think what our what the users need to do really is, you know, um, kind of understand what the other person is. Uh, and a lot of, a lot of the times, what I think is, um, or how I feel is, you know, when we say oh, I'm looking for somebody who's, you know, uh, funny. I'm looking for somebody who's got a good sense of humor. I'm looking for somebody who's loyal. They're, they're all very very surface level words. What we need to really understand is that the depth behind those individuals and what they mean. Uh, and I think when we get into know when we get into know somebody, and you may be almost like role playing in terms of what what would you do if, if this happened what would you do if that happened mm. and you can do that by by having a kind of like a quiz online or a game online and you can see somebody's temperament you can see how somebody behaves reacts maybe you can kind of understand their background a little bit more as well and i and i, and I feel in the lockdown environment there's that focus on things that are more meaningful and we become more meaningful because again with the distraction comes a lot of like, you know, um, relationship distractions as well, because you've got, bing, one more message comes from so-and-so, another message comes from so-and-so, another message comes from so-and-so, you've just got off a call with so-and-so, and it's just like, where does it, where does it all start? So you're, 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 you're at home, you're in, a, you're in the comfort of your own home, you feel more relaxed, and I think people are, are, are have less inhibitions as well when they're, when they're in that, it's because they feel safe. So they're on the they're on the website. Mm. They feel safe in the in the website space. They feel safe in the virtual space. They feel safe because they're in their own home, and I, I guess they can be themselves more. So it's really about kind of if you if if you are yourself more, you're going to attract a person who's kind of genuine with you as well. I think it's it's really interesting, and and uh, like because because I was introduced to my wife from a friend. I never went through the kind of online route. I can only ever kind of just imagine the process and and the experience and obviously there is always that excitement when it comes to kind of speaking to someone for the first time and getting to know them and whatever else but as you say things like I think the 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 game side of things and doing quizzes like there's a there's a new app that all the kids are using I say this because I still don't fully know how to use it which is house party um and and so like my my cousins were on it the other day and we played uh, like a trivia game yeah. Um, and it, and it, it's amazing because we've got to a stage technologically where you can actually be video calling someone and playing a game on the same app at the same time. Um, and, and you know what I mean? Like a real time response type thing. Whereas back in the day, the technology was BlackBerry Messenger. That's how that's that's as advanced as things were. I remember when maps weren't you know really doable through the mobile phone. And so, <laughs> I, I, no, okay, I'm I'm not that old. Uh, that, that's, more, <laughs> that's more your kind of territory. Um, but it's 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 interesting when you kind of look at. I, 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 it's crazy because I always think about just how far we've come and like how much possibility there is now with the internet and how it just constantly is advancing and improving and and just yeah, making yeah. things so much kind of easier so in a weird way and this is the other thing as well that like essentially now we're talking about long distance relationships and that long distance relationship can be 5,000 miles or it can be what 15-20 minutes down the road right given the 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 lockdown that we're currently in it doesn't matter how far along in a conversation you are with someone doesn't matter what your relationship status is if you're not married if you're not living in the same house you you legally cannot see them um which is extremely difficult i, I can imagine for people but it, it's forced us all into a state of having long distance relationships mm -hmm. um how how well i guess firstly do you think it's healthy because i think long distance relationships in themselves and and, and again I, i'd love your your thoughts on this but i feel like long distance relationships 
as it is a difficult coronavirus aside. So yeah. I, I, I think it's a lot easier to have someone in your local area or someone that's not too far that you can see every now and then because the, the, for me, the lack of physical, um, physically seeing each other and being around each other can, is not healthy, right? But then now everyone's in that position. Mm-hmm. Um, how, how do we navigate? Cause how, so, so number one, how do you navigate a long distance relationship anyway? Mm-hmm. But right now, how should people be navigating? And, and, and is it healthy to kind of consider getting into a long distance relationship at a time of a crisis? Yeah, I mean, it's very, Sorry, very... Sorry, i a lot of questions you know, at you it's, there, it's kind a, of in one. It's a very, very interesting question because the thing that comes to mind is being present. And I think a lot of the times when you're not having a long-distance relationship, when you're having a, you know, like a somebody that's living down the road from yourself, or even when you are now married and you're in the same home together, you're in the, you're in the same place, you, you know, how present are you in, in that space? Uh, and mm. I guess for me, having a long-distance relationship, whether you're a mile down the road or 10,000 miles away, whatever you might be, it's about being present. And if you can wake up in the morning and you're saying, hi, salam alaikum, I've woke up, I've woke up, I've missed Fajr or something of that nature. And then you're like, I'm going to work. I'm at work. I'm having a break. If you can just keep tapping into, tapping in and, and kind of being present in your relationship, I, I get you and I'm behind you 100% that, you know, being there physically and being kind of like, you know, in the same house is is makes it a lot easier but even when people are in the same house i mean we're now uh, at the time of lockdown sadly there's a lot of uh, news reports that we're hearing from china and from italy in terms of the, the domestic violence and the divorce rate you know skyrocketing because um, people have just actually like been locked in together and thinking oh my god i've just woken up with this person i'm, mar- I'm married to- i don't, don't even know who i'm married to because we've never had this much time together uh, and do I really know this person I'm living with? And, and, I, and I, don't really, I didn't really recognize this. And, you know, mm. being kind of in that space, being in a confined space with somebody and having all these uncertainties in life is going to knock the best of relationships. But if those relationships have not got solid grounding, it's going to be, it's, it's, it is, it's going to be clearly harmful. So for me, long term, long distance relationships, sorry, uh, are easy. It's just about the, um, it's about the intention of individuals and it's also but, i guess about how 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 much they want it so so what, one of the things that i i find um interesting um is that i know people for example that are are very effective communicators face to face yeah but don't like talking on whatsapp or don't like phone calls even mm. um and and that's my concern with all of this that like i feel like you're you're probably disadvantaging some people in their pursuit of a spouse because they they're not yeah. as able to, for example, write nice emails mm. as as someone who can like you know speak quite comfortably to 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 someone from the opposite sex or whatever. Um, but how like like how how do how should people approach this? And I think that for me again, I'm thinking given everything that we're going through, we don't know. There's a lot of uncertainty. Mm-hmm. It's natural that people start reassessing their life, and and yeah. it's natural or, or it's understandable that your numbers have gone up by twenty five percent. But then, how do you believe people should proceed? Like, should people be taking it slow, or should it just be yalla, let's go, let's do this, let's find an imam that will do it online, <laughs> let's get married, and then we'll figure out the rest later. No, you should always take it slow. Always, always take it slow. Always be considered. Always um, ask um, or ask for ask for individuals' references. Who the marams are? Who the you know um, 
individuals are, whether you're a, you're, a, you're a male or a female, um, as you know, go in and, and get references from the community. And you know, without those references, um, you, you, you shouldn't take steps forward, make kind of you know, a mature assessment of the situation. Because remember, and again, it's not just in uh, religiously, but culturally as well. And most of, mm. most of us are from kind of the Asian subcontinent and, and the cultures that we live in as well. Even without that, you know, we're not, we're not getting married. It's not just two individuals that are getting married. It's actually two, two families and two kind of extended communities that are coming together. So it's very, very important that you, you go into this in a mature way. Uh, so in terms of that kind of gunshot approach, quick, let's get married. And I guess that's where, you know, like the, the, the kind of saying falling in love happens. And you know, as as Muslims, it's, it's, we're not we're not we're not really necessarily falling in love, or maybe we are falling uh, because we can't help ourselves. But we have to fall in love for the person for the right reasons, for the kind mm -hmm. of eternal reasons, for the hereafter, for the for the kind of like putting the, the, our faith at the forefront. And I guess for me, you know, everybody that's on single Muslim, they could they could be on any kind of marriage uh, platform, dating platform that they choose to be. Um, but because they're on single Muslim, why? Because they're looking for somebody of the same Muslim faith group. They're looking for somebody who they can grow old with. Somebody, so, and, and, and at the bottom of deep down to the, their core is because they're a Muslim and that's, that's their value, that's their belief. And they want to they wanna grow old with a Muslim. They want to have children in a Muslim household. They want to have children in a Muslim environment. And that's very, very important to them. I, I think the, 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 another key area that, that needs discussing and exploring as well is, is with everything that's happening, the, the financial implications of it. And I think it kind of broadens out a little bit beyond that because on the one hand, people are now going to be worried with a lot of people, as we've discussed earlier, being laid off, you know, being furloughed. That even people who are self-employed, we don't know how businesses are going to bounce back, yeah. um, and and what this, you know, what the outcome is going to be from all of this. But I've always thought that, you know, to an extent, I, I mean, look, I I've, I personally believe that we shouldn't let sort of money, for example, be a factor in in us deciding whether we want to get married or not. And it's like if we don't have the money. Let's go with it and see what happens, and Allah will provide essentially, right? Yeah, yeah. But at the same time, there is an element of needing to be smart and understanding the climate and and everything that's kind of happening. Tiny um, yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I, I mean, where do where do you stand on that? Because marriage is a is, is a big deal. Um, it's it's a it's a burden, but like a blessing of a burden in terms of like being responsible for another human being. Um, but then also like there are financial implications if you think about kids as well that's not cheap either but we believe that Allah will provide for us will, where do yeah. you stand on that with regards to kind of thinking about the material side when it comes to marriage especially in light of everything that's happening right now I'm, I'm a strong believer that Allah will provide and uh, you know that the blessings will come and I, and I know from my own experience as well um, uh, and the, kind of like the background that I shared Alhamdulillah mm. you know from from having nothing from having a lot and uh, not really kind of materially having nothing to alhamdulillah having everything and, and, and more than I could ever have ever used in my life. Alhamdulillah, you know, and, and got four children of my own and they, they, they bring their own blessings as well. And, you know, the, 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 the old saying, you know, we plan, they plan, Allah, Allah, Allah plans. Allah is the best of planner. And that's actually a chronic verse. Allah is the best of planner. And we, we need, we need to just accept that as well. And as Muslims, we have that belief. We always, we're always confident that Allah will, you know, even sometimes we can't see the good um, in what we're in what we're doing. But you know, another 
amazing, amazing project that I'm involved in and that a founder was Penny Peel. And I, and I, and I strongly believe that Penny Peel uh, uh, is an international charity. And that charity was only set up and I only founded that charity, I believe, because of my experiences as a, as a child being an orphan. And now my kind of desire, my passion in wanting to help other orphans. And we've, we've, you know, we've raised nearly a hundred million pounds internationally for orphans uh, in, in kind of Asia, Africa, the Middle East, water, water well projects. And, you know, that, that now I'm looking at that and thinking to myself, as a child, when my father passed away, it's like, oh my God, that's the worst thing that could happen. But now being able to, that, that then impacted me and me wanting to, to go into setting something like of that, that kind up and, and helping so many people, creating so many jobs in the UK, but also um, alleviating poverty from millions and millions around, around the world was only a, a direct impact of my childhood experiences. And if I'd not had that experience, that would have never happened. So I'm a kind of a, a living example of that. And I, and I, and I strongly believe that you know, we, should, we should do as much as we can but everything else we should just leave in the hands of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and just say, look, you know, Allah, I'm doing my best. This is what I planned. This is what I want to achieve. This, this is my intention. And then just go for a bit of a free fall and, and, and let destiny take its, take its, take its uh, shape. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, it's, a uh, quite a, it's a poetic approach. Um, <laughs> but I feel, I feel like, no, 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 no. I, I mean that in a good way, genuinely, but like, I, I feel like because of the experiences that you had, very early on in life and you saw the kind of the way that Allah essentially took you on this journey um it 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 was you were able to have a bit more kind of faith and belief as a result do you know what I mean whereas for for people that have never been mindful of that (laughs) in their own heads suddenly to them be like all right I'm just gonna jump in (laughs) it's it's not the easiest thing right people people can't can't, most people can't comprehend it no I look I look I love change I've always had change in my life and uh, some of the work colleagues are like, Adeem, you're just doing change for change's sake now, are you? Because <laughs> you're, yeah. you're bored. And I'm like, yeah, but you know, this, there's only one thing for me, there's only one thing in life guaranteed, and that's change. Even death, paying taxes. Part of that change is the, the wealthier you get is that you, the, the more taxes you've got to pay. Everything's got to, yeah. everything changes in life. Everything changes in life. And it, uh, if you embrace change, I think you're going to have a better life. And we know now with lockdown, uh, you know, wow, everything has changed globally and never been back. Where, what, what it was before i think it's it's been like a very stark reminder of just how out of control we are as human beings yes like you know we think we, we think we know everything yeah um yeah. and 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 like in literally a, a second everything changed and, and that's i think that's the crazy thing about about this whole lockdown like it's 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 impacted every single human being in this country pretty much in the world i would say um, yeah, 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 on, yeah, on, yeah. on such totally. a catastrophic level yeah. but just just b- before we kind of have some reflecting thoughts on on coronavirus and all of that <laughs> i think um coming back to to the final point we were talking about which was about um money and marriage um so i'm i'm i think i'm with you um you're, you're a bit more of a hippie dreamer type uh <laughs> kumbaya let's see what happens but no, no I, I, as i said i, I genuinely I, I respect that and i think you know it's it's Sometimes it's easier in life to have that mentality for others who are like really struggling. For example, it, it can be like really difficult to let go and, and essentially submit to like Allah's will and be like, OK, whatever happens is for the best. Mm. Um, but I think often when you experience some form of adversity and you go through something and you see that you come out on the other end, OK, you you with reflection, you can realize. And as you said earlier, it, it needs that time to think about the fact that actually, yeah, you know, you need to reflect and think that God, is, God has my back. 
um, Allah is kind yeah. of with me on this. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I think ultimately it's interesting about, or it's interesting thinking about marriage in the 21st century with single Muslim and all these kind of online platforms. Where do you see the, the, the future? The future is going to be more of, a, of experience, I believe, in terms of uh, how we've been in lockdown virtual. I think a lot of things will happen in the virtual space. I think what I'll be able to do next time we meet is in this, the future. Sorry, if I can just quickly cut in. Has this given you, this, this lockdown, has it given you any further ideas for growth Loads. and expansion and things <laughs> to change? Yeah, absolutely. I think the world will never be the same post-lockdown. Uh, next time me and you will be having a virtual cup of tea, I should be sat in your home or you could be sat in my home and we could be just here. Do you know what I mean? That, that's where we, that's where we go with this thing. You know, we'll put the yeah. things on even, we might not even be the big visors. It's going to be the, the new acceptable virtual norms. And I think it, it, it's good in a way, you know, we've got to just take it as a, as a, as a blessing. I think Allah's given us a bit of a kickstart and a bit of a boot to the whole world to kind of like embrace this virtual space. And yeah. everybody knows about Zoom now. Everybody, even if you didn't want to know about Zoom. Well, kind of Zoom like, is my new best friend. <laughs> I had no clue what Zoom was. I'm, I'm close to getting a premium account just, just for the sake of it. I, I love Zoom. But it's, you know, it's, it's, it's crazy. And I think like it's, as I said, like even just having this conversation and, and when, this, when this topic first came up and we first discussed it offline, the fact that your numbers have jumped so significantly yeah. Um, and, and that people are kind of looking in this way. It's interesting that slowly we're starting to see the impact it's having on people's minds and, and the fact that people are thinking about so many different things. Mm. So I, I, I still believe that mental health is going to be a very genuine problem that's going to come out from coronavirus due to isolation and loneliness and everything else. Yeah. But at the same time, there is a lot of positives that can come. And looking at the marriage space, for example, people are starting to consider um, whether whether they are lonely, whether they do want to start looking for a spouse and everything else. And, and so it's it's mm. great that platforms like Single Muslim are out there to kind of be able to provide that for people, I guess. Mm -hmm. um, thank you very much for, for, for joining us on the on the podcast. Um, it, it's, it's really interesting and it's always fascinating hearing people's kind of backstories um, and then also understanding a bit more about the drive and motivation and and I guess the beast that that is now single Muslim and and it's fascinating I think to think about what impact coronavirus has had on on mm. that market. Like we're always thinking about the fact that each individual industry is going to be impacted in its own way. Mm. Um, and and it's interesting to get an insight from you on on what's happening in the kind of matrimony space. Um, I guess before I let you leave, do you have any? In fact, actually, if you don't mind, I'm going to ask you a question. Yeah, go um, for it. Because one of our one of our audience sent in something saying that they wanted people to recommend three books, um, and you don't have to. That that face means that you don't. Okay, <laughs> I, I, we'll, we'll go with one book, um, <laughs> and also and also um, an interesting question that I quite liked, and we've asked one of our previous guests. But if you had the opportunity to to share a meal with three people, dead or alive. Um, who would they be? Okay, interesting, interesting. Um, three people who I'd like to share a meal with. Uh, people are going to judge wow. you on this. Wow, wow, wow! I'm just thinking this is massive, isn't it? This is. <laughs> um, and you know what? Again, because of um, I guess speaking to my father, I think uh, I would love to have a meal with him because I've. Uh, you know, I lost him at age of eight. I don't have a lot of memory of him apart from mm -hmm. some amazing, amazing um, stories and kind of like 
um, testimonies from his friends and the family members. So I, you know, that you just because of because we've been speaking to my father, may I have mercy on his soul. I'd really love to do that. Um, I'll be the first person. The second person. Um, uh, I'm not sure. Maybe maybe some really good quality time with my mum. I don't know. I don't know. It's like you know, it's 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 always hectic, isn't it? Because when I'm at home, mum's always there, but she's always busy. I guess somebody else that's going to be cooking for us, and somebody else is that going to be serving, and somebody else that's going to be cleaning <laughs> afterwards. So just a real focused time with my mum. Uh, and oh, again, the third yeah. person's got to be family as well, man. It's it's turned into a family it's, dinner, right? You know now. what? You know if. I, <laughs> <laughs> the third I, I was going to suggest myself, the, but I think it would be awkward. I'll be like trespassing <laughs> on my family time. The third one would be bizarre. <laughs> I mean, recent history removed. You know, I was massive fan of Michael Jackson. Huge fan of Michael Jackson. Wow. And your parents you know, are Michael Jackson. <laughs> dinner, that's, uh... <laughs> no, no, not all together. Separately. Okay, no, okay, separately, 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 separately. separately. Uh, so fair yeah. enough. And 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 on the book side of things, do you have any recommendations for anything? Um, I I mean on, on on any side that 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 has benefited you. The book recommendation is going to be a bit of a, a difficult one for me because I'm at the moment I'm just reading my um, reading my kind of want, 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 what WhatsApp all the time. <laughs> so the the only <laughs> the, the 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 book that I'm reading is my book of WhatsApp groups. Uh, but I've got a, I've got a stack of books at home that I've not really caught up with. Um, and, I, and I think, you know, like autobiographies are my best. Um, just, just again, like you said earlier, um, the life stories of individuals and how they've made it and their backstories. And that's always, um, whether, mm. whether they be celebrities or whether they be, you know, celebrities, but kind of, you know, sporting individuals, politicians um, and whatnot. Um, it's, just, it's just very, very interesting to understand and to, in a, in a way, kind of like, because a lot of the stories from kind of zero to hero and, and understanding where people have come from and their drivers. Uh, and we're all humans. We're all very, very similar in a, lot of, in a lot of ways. We all work extremely hard. Some are blessed with yeah. limelight. Some are blessed with funds. Some have you know, money and worldly riches. Uh, and, and, and others will be rewarded in the hereafter, even if they don't have nothing. They don't, you, know, you don't even know who they are. Um, so it's, uh, it, it, it's funny you, you say that because like as I said to you earlier like I, I, I always find people's stories the most interesting um, so I, I've always been a fan of like I, I don't know if it sounds sad or not but I love documentaries and I love um, autobiographies as well like especially when I was growing up um, and I had a lot more time to read I used to love reading autobiographies yeah, um, yeah, yeah. so, so I, I'm fully kind of with you on that and, and like one for me growing up was Steven Gerrard's like I, I have mm. a lot less respect for him now than I did growing up. He was like my idol. But you know when you when you see someone kind of grafting and hustling and working hard and like just whatever it is. For him it was football, but for me it's obviously something else. But yeah, just yeah, having yeah. that kind of drive to to get as far as you can. Let's not talk about Gerard slipping <laughs> and all of that stuff. Still very, very painful as a Liverpool fan. Um but yeah, no. Uh, well, thank you. Um, so we're, we're still trialing whether we should do this whole question thing at the end. Uh, mm -hmm. Are you are you in favour? The question thing. You know, you know how I just asked you about yeah, yeah, books yeah. and uh, yeah, no, no, and, whatever. You, it's, it's your podcast, bro. You do that. You no, I know, but I'm I'm just trying to think whether we should just bring it on guests at the end like this. Um, I think so. It's more more natural, I think, because I would have never yeah. I would have never thought of having a meal with 
Yeah, mum, dad, and Michael Jackson. Like, just were, I'm, wow, I'm you put me on the spot there. <laughs> it's like, wow, how's <laughs> that going to go down? <laughs> well, well, Adin, thank you once again um, for joining us on the podcast. Um, it's been a pleasure. And inshallah, after all of this, we'll get to share a meal together. Um, inshallah. And, and yeah, that's it. Stay in touch, please, inshallah. Take care, bro. You too, man. Salam. Welcome, salam. So that was my conversation with Adim. Um, I think it's really interesting. I, I mean, as I said, I, like a, a couple of times, I love um, hearing the the, the the human side, like the, the first sort of half of the conversation we were chatting about his background and, and how it kind of came to be and, and the, the hustle. Um, I think people really underestimate and undervalue just how much um, sacrifice and graft and hard work goes into that side of things and i have a lot of respect for people that have managed to build um such large entities and and often it is pretty much blood sweat and tears uh, their own blood sweat and tears um, and then when you get to that scale where you're employing loads of people and you've got a big team and everything looks good um you know people are always on hand to hate and and whatever else but yeah no it, it's always interesting getting that background and then and then just thinking about as I said, it's like right now we're looking at, at life in such a different way and seeing how it's impacted the kind of uh, marriage space and people looking for a spouse and everything. Um, it's, it's fascinating. And I, I mean, I don't know. Every, every day I'm getting another WhatsApp from someone saying, oh, this is going to go on until 2021. This is going to go on until the end of this year. People don't know how long we're going to be in this situation. And I, I feel like fundamentally there's been a sort of a, a shift in the mindset and I, I I can't see life quite going back to the way it was before because I feel like people are gonna start realizing that for example when they were told they had to go to work they don't necessarily and they can fully function from home um, and and people are also people who have been furloughed for example are gonna start thinking about you know what actually makes them happy and, and whatever else but also I feel like organizations and companies are gonna fundamentally change um, in, in just appreciating how how seismic a shift that we've had so suddenly and I think people would be foolish to go back to how things were and for companies and organizations and, and everything and, and just not anticipate or consider that this might happen again or that things might change with with the, the click of a finger so um, yeah that's that's pretty much it from from me um, I'm trying to think if there's any other random things that I can tell you or I need to tell you in fact yeah so one thing um, we've spoken about it previously and I'll, I'll, I'll uh, talk about it a little bit more in upcoming podcasts and you'll see it on our website and on our social media um, but this Ramadan we're hoping to, to fundraise £50,000 for um, Syrian refugees and internally displaced families in Syria um, so I went out to Turkey um, with Penny Appeal a couple of weeks ago and just just funny enough just before as as lockdown was was just about to be announced i got back into the country and then a few days later um lockdown measures were in place but uh we were preparing food packs and hygiene kits um and and they were being transported um through to syria and they were reaching refugee camps you know families that are most in need and now like an update to that so we're we're raising money and whilst it's going to be used for the same things at the same time coronavirus is also there so they're taking measures and they're making sure that 
um, the aid is being distributed to people that need it most um, prioritizing women and children but also um, families that have been affected by coronavirus or are potentially going to be so even the tents um, that we're going to be sending out that we're raising money for some of them are going to be used as test centers and everything else um, so it, it's 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 really great to see how agile they are with regards to um, making sure that the the funds and everything that's being sent is the most appropriate thing and being used in the best way um, and and like on a personal level having met so many families out there and spoken to them and interviewing them um, we're going to be releasing a video as well um, a short video just about uh, the experience that we had there and, and and hearing from some of the families but it it, it personally I, I really hope that you guys will help us in 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 raising money for them to alleviate their their suffering in just some way um but that will come we're gonna I, I think yeah by 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 next week we'll we'll start um rolling out our, our campaign for Ramadan um I hope you'll help us uh you guys have never let us down to be honest in the past with fundraising um but yeah that's that's it really um hope Ramadan prep is going well and this is uh, the end of the podcast so thank you guys for listening um if this is the first podcast you're listening to then please do subscribe uh we release podcast episodes every sunday morning at seven in the uk um every now and then because of quarantine and and things we're, we're doing stuff so this wednesday we're gonna have another episode um but yeah yeah we'll be back thank you very much stay safe guys and uh we'll catch you around soon inshallah